insanity and, and greatness are next door neighbors and they borrow each other's sugar. Transformation of human consciousness through meditation is frustrated. So long as we think of it in terms of something that I myself can bring about. Stick with it till you get through these uncomfortable times until you go, you know what? I can spend time with myself. I could do this. I could do this forever. Well, then it's okay to go re-engage, but there's great value in not doing that until you go, I'm good with me and me for right now. I want to show people that there is a way out, that there is a way to do more, to get more, to obtain more. But I personally don't want to lose all that I've been able to get. So I need to make sure that I do everything to keep it. I do think that if you sit on the edge of your bed and things aren't going very well for you and you ask what foolish thing you're doing to make it worse, that you'll get an answer right now. And it won't be the one you want. But it might be the one that if you listen to would set things straight. I mean, that's the bright side of tragedy. So when you come through it, you, you really will have an appreciation for the moments without tragedy. You don't really feel it unless you, you get, unless life burns you. You don't really feel it. That's the thing. All I'm doing is sparking the awareness in others to go, why not? Why can't I create? Why can't I start? Why can't I be a business? Why can't I be a CEO? Why can't I be a tech guru? There's so much that some people just don't understand they can do. When it's all said and done, my book is going to be full of all the shit that Kevin Hart did. Because I never was content with doing just one, two, or three. Why not? We get this strange feeling that we have never had see in our lives that we are no longer this poor little stranger and afraid in a world it never made momentum is a big thing with human beings it's a big thing for me at least if I'm on a good momentum of healthy eating and exercise I love it I yep. like waking up sore pushing further, I like writing down my workouts, what I've done, and I like hitting that gym hard on a daily basis, and I, I build momentum. And I find that when I do that with writing, whether I do that with performing, whether I do that with anything, it just, it just gets everything going. It just creates energy. Being lazy robs you of energy. Like being sedentary, being uninspired, being bored, it robs you of one of the most precious things you can have in this life, enthusiasm. One of the things that I tell people all the time, because a lot of people have a hard time defining themselves. They define themselves by failure because they failed. But I'm like, you're not your failures, you're you. Okay, your life is a series of lessons you've learned. Now, if you just dwell on the failures, like, that's not, that's not healthy, it's not smart, and it's not empowering. What you got to do is look at those failures and go, well, now you know what not to do. But you're not that. You're yep. you. It was hard 
because <laughs> so happy to be and have the job I have. At the same time, I was like, I'm not, don't feel like I'm growing in my work. And my life had, at that time had become extremely vital, meaning I just had a newborn son with Camilla. Wow, the only thing I ever knew I wanted to be, and now I was. And here's this job that I had held most reverence for in my life, fatherhood, now I was. Uh, I was, the, my emotions, the ceiling and the basement of my emotions, the range was so wide. I was laughing louder, crying harder, getting angrier, showing more joy, having more sadness, all, all across the board. All emotions were much more extreme than they were or could be in the work. I said, your life's more vital than your work, but can my work challenge the vitality I'm feeling in my life? So the work I wanted to do, I heard certain scripts I wanted to, wanted to do Dallas Buyers Club at that time, other scripts, nobody's gonna touch me with a 10 foot pole in those movies. All the dramatic roles I wanted, they're like, no, 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 not with God, I we won't finance it. Okay, so I can't do what I wanna do, so I'm gonna stop doing what I've been doing. So I stopped doing rom-coms, I said no, I stopped. Well, for the first six months of not doing rom-coms, I wasn't doing anything. Finally, nothing came in. And for 14 more months, nothing came in. I considered other careers. Didn't know if it would ever work again. But after 20 months of being gone, unbranding as I now call it, being out of sight, not being in your theater or your living room in a rom-com, not seeing me shirtless on the beach, I became a new good idea. I don't know, I haven't seen him, where has he been? I was kind of refound. So I, I, I had to do that for myself. I loved doing the rom-coms, but I was getting the scripts and I felt like I could do the same script tomorrow morning. And I was like, that's fine, but I want something that's gonna make me sweat in my boots. I want some work that's gonna challenge me and make me go, I'm scared of this role for all the right reasons. And I can't wait to go attack it and see, what I come, see how I come up the other side. Why seek the role that's hard? Because it costs me something. Because it costs. It's not really a risk unless you can lose the fight. I feel more alive in them. I have an experience in the making of them. I'm nervous every day I come to work. I feel like when I nail a day and I knock it and I know I did, I feel like, yes. I, get, I, I have a measure at the end of the day, like you set out to do something, you prepared for it, you had intention and you did it. You know, there's lots of different ways to interpret the world, and you can maybe even make a case that there's an endless number of ways to interpret the world. And the problem with that is that it kind of disorients you in terms of what you should be doing. Just because there's a very large number of ways to interpret the world doesn't mean there's a very large number of productive, meaningful, and sustainable ways to interpret the world. The thing that's so interesting about the day, the day is like a page in a book. I had one client who was spending about 45 minutes a night fighting with his young son about when to go to bed. And so, you know, they weren't having a pleasant time of it because it was just a constant battle. And that's common. Like, it's very common for parents of young children to be locked in a battle that occurs day after day. Sometimes it's around eating. Sometimes it's toilet training. Sometimes it's general behavioral issues. Sometimes it's bedtime. It's like, okay, 40 minutes a day. So that's 280 minutes a week. So that's, let's say, five hours. It's 20 hours a month it's 240 hours in a year that's six work weeks that's a month and a half you're spending a month and a half of work weeks doing nothing but fighting with your son don't fool yourself anything that's every day 
is a significant percentage of your life. You're awake, let's say, 16 hours. Five of those hours are basically maintenance. So you got about 11. And then seven of those are work. So now you're down to four. And so if you're spending 15 minutes a day doing something painful and stupid and you do it every day, it's like 10% of your productive life. Because people think backwards. They think, well, I have a vacation coming up and that's really important. It's like, no, it's not. You're only going to do it once. It's not that important. Yeah. Um, how you treat each other at lunchtime, if you eat together every day, that's your life. Yeah. Fix that. Yeah. Get, it, get it so that the food's good. Get it so that you're happy with the people that are sitting there. Fix that. It's like, poof, 10% of your life is fixed. The purpose is to align ourselves to really make a change. So you can either be the conversation about making change or you can be actual a part of the action to do it. I want to be a part of the action. I don't want to be you or beat you. I want to take this energy and apply it to myself. That's the purpose of seeing. So I come here and I look at how you maneuver. I look at your setup. I not only bow down and congratulate you, I leave and I say, yo, man, I'm inspired, dude. Joe, I can't wait in two years. You're gonna come and you're gonna see my shit. You remember I said I was inspired, but you're gonna see what I let it grow into. That's the proper way to get encouraged and motivated. Look at your circle, right? When you can merge yourself with good people and follow the paths that you see that these good, successful people have taken, you then become a part of a world and group that nobody expected you to be in. So everything else from the outside that comes in, you're, you're, you're throwing sh at, a, at, a, at a bubble that can't be popped. It's a force field around me. It's a force field around me because what matters, what really matters, loves me wholeheartedly. And when you have that and you understand that, you're unbreakable. So if you don't add to that force field, if you don't make my force field stronger, you don't, you don't. You don't get time for me. My true understanding is, all right, you got one life. And that one life, the goal for us is to live it to the best of our ability from the beginning to what's said the end. People don't understand is you against you. The only person that gets in your way is you. Nobody else. It's you. What I've understood is that what people are doing has nothing to do with me. I should always be a step ahead because I'm thinking differently, because I'm thinking about myself. Making myself better puts me in a position to make others better. Hard work brings great reward.